You're listening to Real Talk with Toya, Lex, and Chris. This is a podcast where we take the time to reflect, embrace our past, talk about life, or just sit back and laugh. You'll get a front row seat of what it's really like to be in our group chat. Let's start the show. episode of Real Talk with Toya, Lex, and Chris. I'm Alexis. I'm Toya. And I'm Chris. <laughs> we are going to talk about, do you think people subconsciously go into the dating world with social norms? But first, Toya has a this or that, I think. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, so this week's uh, this or that or would you rather is... Uh, would you rather travel back to would you rather travel back to the past and meet your ancestors or go to the future and hang out with your grandchildren? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good one. <clears throat> that is a good um, one. Um so my first thought, my my initial thought was go to the future and hang out with my grandchildren. But I don't know why that was my initial thought. That was my initial thought too, until I really thought about it. And I yeah. was like, I don't know though, because um, I mean, just talking to the older generation is always amazing. Like sometimes I feel like I could have lived back in thirties anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> just being able to go back and talk and just understand like, you know, uh, I guess where I came from would be mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and then just to understand like how life was different. But then if you think about the grandkids, life would still be different mm-hmm. and there would still be like, you know, the evolving of technology and everything. So I don't know that I can choose one. I don't know if I can. <laughs> well, y'all, you have to choose one. <laughs> well, you choose it first, then. I, I'm choo- I'm choosing the uh, going to the future. Ancestors. Oh, going to. The I'm future. going to the future. Yeah. If I had to choose one, I would go into the future. It's just I don't know. Like that's really because my mind goes so many different places. Of mm-hmm. will my kid even have kids? For them. To well, in kids? the question, they would. Okay. <laughs> so, so we're thinking on that level okay yes they, they, they definitely have them okay yeah. um, it's just it's it's it, that that's a really good one because it's like mm-hmm. I, I also think too like you know if you go backwards you can see like pieces mm-hmm. of you but if you go forward you can see pieces of you mm-hmm. in your grandkids ah. I feel like going backwards you can see why you do the things you do exactly Mm. exactly oh my god I'm so, really stumped yeah <clears throat> okay well just off of just thinking about just the question itself and me not tangenting off in my mind I'm gonna say the ancestors is one mm-hmm. yeah okay I'm gonna go with that I think I, I think that's what I'll go with I'm too. gonna go with that one okay final answer cool <laughs> <laughs> so all to right. all of our listeners which one would you choose 
Girl, I almost answered again. <laughs> <laughs> this time I'm going to say I my had a uh, grandkid. Moment. <laughs> that is funny. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. So our topic of do we subconsciously go into the dating world with social norms? To the answer to that question, yes. Well, I believe yes, we do mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then I also believe yes as an individual. Yeah. There are social norms. What those I social agree. norms are? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I definitely think we do just based off of how we've, I think we go into it, yeah, based off of how we've seen other things or how we've been told that things should be or Mm. how, what your relationship should look like. Mm. Um, So I definitely think, yes, we do. And then just going by, going based off of what we see on social media, if you include that aspect of it on top of what you see in your family with your you know friends without the social media aspect of it i definitely think we do mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. even before social media like mm-hmm. some people definitely use that as a talking point that hey we do look at relationships like that but mm-hmm. if you really think about it you are already getting preconceived notions mm-hmm. prior i know yep. i was just make sure <laughs> that your person does this make sure your person does that or make sure mm-hmm. and i'm just like well, Lord, that's a lot to be thinking about. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then when you actually get in it, you kind of mm-hmm. like, well, where was my input at mm-hmm. meeting this person and what I wanted and what I needed? Um, but you know what I noticed? That even though you get those uh, social norms embedded in you, you're never really told about what you should look like mm-hmm. or what you should, you know, what you should bring to the, to the table or to the relationship. I have mm-hmm. noticed that like, it's all about what should the other person be mm-hmm. doing and handling and talking and things like that. But it's like, okay, but what about what I'm supposed to bring mm-hmm. as well? So I did, I've noticed that as I've gotten older. Now, yeah. Prior, I, I don't think, think I can I agree with that. About that. Yeah. I think I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just having a conversation um, not too long ago with some friends about, I know we're talking about dating, but it was talking about talking about marriage and how mm-hmm. that happened with me. Um, I honestly think our first, for me, our first year of marriage was probably the most challenging because my, con- my concept of it, um, my expectations of it were all based off of seeing um a 30-year marriage Mm -hmm. like where it is at this point we were just starting out you know (laughs) I mean it's literally almost like a baby expecting to do something that a grown-up can do Mm -hmm. like seriously Mm -hmm. um and so I had to along with like just the expectations I also like you kind of like what you're saying, like, I also had to remember, um, we're not them. We're not anyone but us. So what that looks like for you, even if, even if that couple got married the exact same day that we did, it's still going to be a different path and a different journey. Mm -hmm. So I had to, in my mind, also remember 
this is our marriage. This is not anyone else's. It's ours. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure you pretty much erase all that stuff and figure this out for us. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And of course, in the dating world, like you said, you know, you're kind of conditioned to look for a certain type of person. And um, I think you're conditioned that way from what you're told, but then also your own experiences. Like once you've experienced certain things, you either look for it or you don't. (laughs) And I guess the next person. Um, And yeah, just what you see in general. So definitely, I think, yes, in all aspects, we definitely are influenced by that. Social norms. but you know just listening to you talk about what you were saying it's it's weird because you kind of lean on other people to give you advice about dating Mm -hmm. and then in your case being married but then it's like once you get into the relationship or into the marriage you almost got to do away with that advice so it's like should I even get it to begin with especially I have to, especially when you get in it to know okay this is ours this is not theirs mm-hmm. so it's like it's 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 very I guess it's I don't know what word I'm trying to it's very confusing mm-hmm. yeah to me. <laughs> I would say um yes you can take the <laughs> advice from others but I still think you have to um mold it into your own way of what actually works for you I mean because you know somebody who's been married 30 years or maybe not been married 30 years you have a completely different marriage you got married on the same day but just say like in in one marriage they're like well you should cook for your husband or you know cater to your husband this and the other and then on the second it's like but I don't want to cook. Like, I don't like to cook or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's like, if my husband is okay with that, then why do I have to cook? You know what I'm saying? It's like, so I'm not going to take that piece of advice from you because that don't work in our, in our marriage. Or if you're a stay at home mom and you have the time to do those things for your, or if you're a stay at home wife, not necessarily a mom, you're a stay at home uh, wife and you have time to do those extra things for your husband or your spouse whatever the case may be it's like but then in this household we're working we're both working we have a business we're working two jobs Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be we have kids then our marriage is going to look completely different from yours so it's like I can take pieces of the knowledge but not necessarily doing the exact same things that you're doing Mm -hmm. you know so I think you have to make it fit for your marriage um, but you can still take some of the advice from other people. I mean, I don't never, I never think it's too, um, you can learn, you know, too much about anything, but maybe it's just not that time for you to take that piece of advice. Like maybe that's advice that I'm going to take five years from now Yeah. versus yeah. on day one of marriage, you know? Yeah. So I think exactly. you can do both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think advice is great. And like you said, Alexis, like, Cause I think we all have advice to give too. Cause you, you know, you want to share your experiences with people because we all do feel like there is value in sharing your experiences. Cause you can help people. Oh, shoot. You can help people, um, whatever the case is, but mm-hmm. at the same time, we as people when taking the advice have to be able to decipher, sift through it and figure out what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm you know what yeah. we need to take because even like with kids and you know you get all the advice and stuff 
yeah, cool. I I needed a lot of it. But then Mm -hmm. some of it I found worked for us. Some of it didn't. So um, I think, too, just giving that advice, like being able to say that, like, listen, this may not work for you, but this is what I experienced. Mm -hmm. This is what, you know, so, yeah. Do you... In the in the relationship in the marriage, do you do you sift through it together or do you do it as an individual? Because say, hey, I'm seeking advice from another person that's dating or in a relationship or married, and I'm the only one taking it in, and then I try to apply it, and it's like, oh, but that's not working. Is that more so because I'm the only one that's seeking it and got it that way, or? You know what I mean? Like, how do you, like, so, so I, I guess would you, Kristen, so say you take some advice from your parents. Do you take that advice and do you and Xavier talk about it together to figure out if this is something that you guys should try? Or do you just say, hmm, I'm just going to try it and just see. You see what I'm saying? You see, oh, see yeah. how it can be like, oh, well, I tried what they said. And I tried to do it the way that I felt I could do it, but it didn't work. Do you step back and say, oh, well, that's because I was the only one trying it. Mm-hmm. I was the only one that was, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the stuff that I be, be wondering, like, how do you create that balance? Well, so I actually had that happen, like mm-hmm. trying to force stuff and then realizing like you said, okay, this can't be one-sided. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think some things, like for instance, for me, Xavier still to this day does not believe in love languages. He <laughs> he don't think he has one, but I know he does and I know what it is. And mm-hmm. when I, so in my mind, I know what to do and I can mm-hmm. tell, mm-hmm. you know, so that would be a piece of, not necessarily from my parents, but a piece of advice that I got from someone mm-hmm. who I've implemented it I've told him about it, but because he doesn't believe yeah. in it, then pretty much I'm the, I do it. I try to mm-hmm. work in that. And, um, so I guess in that regard, that particular thing has yeah. worked with like, as far as like with my parents, it was a flop. And then I had to talk about it with him. And I honestly think that conversation went, well, baby, that's them. Like it really went to mm-hmm. that, you know? And I was like, okay, you're right. Um, I think honestly, it was the cooking thing, mm-hmm. trying to force that. Um, and he's like, it's it's okay. I don't love you any less. I'm good. Like we eat differently, and it's really fine. This yeah. this doesn't have to be the way our house is. Like you don't have to cook. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think social norms or preconceived notions really does set up individual self up for rejection. And that, that hurts. So, I mean, just like you, you wanting to implement cooking for your husband, the way you did see that growing up as a wife, a mother or whatever, and knowing, Oh my God, this is, I can't wait to do this. Mm -hmm. You take it into a relationship thinking that this is a norm Mm-hmm. of what we do and it's like oh wait a minute this didn't go the way I wanted it to go mm-hmm. how dare you you know what I mean it's like, and so it's like no it's no I don't think it's no fault to anybody because everybody's doing what they feel is best but I do mm-hmm. know growing up in them them times that was implemented for the woman p- 
period. Mm -hmm. Cause it was, it was limited roles for what women could do. And we live in, in a society now where it's like, Oh, either she cooks or she doesn't cook. It is what it is. But to me, it's like, you take that into something that doesn't even want that there. It's like, Oh my God, you just stabbed my heart. Cause mm-hmm. I would feel that way. Like if I was someone that was like, Oh, I'm tidy. I'm clean. I like da, 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 da to someone is like, well, I don't really care about that, but I pride myself on that. <laughs> that, that would draw the line from me, <laughs> but that's, that's oh, like, my, Oh my God, Lord. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would hurt me. Like, wait, what you and mean? So you wouldn't be you that they'd have to compromise on that one. Uh, Toy, Toya wouldn't compromise that. Man, no, no. Yeah, me, me either. That, that one. And I mean, and I try not to say what I won't do in a in a relationship in a marriage because you know those words come back yeah. to bite. But listen, Mm-mm. it's all. And I'll be thinking about that too. I'll be like, what? If, <laughs> <laughs> what if this person is like that? And I'll be like, Lord, like I start sweating just at the thought of like yeah. somebody being like a messy person, person like. Cause y'all, y'all just know like how meticulous I am. And I, I would just be like, Lord, I'd be y'all, I'd be praying hard about stuff. Yeah. Like, you would you look manifest it, manifest. Like, <laughs> but then I'm like, am I being selfish? But I no, I'm not being selfish. <laughs> not with that. No, I don't know. But, but then it's like, will I give, like, will I, what are the things that I am willing to compromise on? Because y'all know I'm pretty much a straightforward type of person. It's like, what are those things that I am willing to compromise on? And I don't know if I have any. I'm about to say, do you have any? (laughs) I don't know know (laughs) what are those things that I will be willing to compromise on. Okay, let's see. And I'm like, I don't know. I just think I might just need to be stay single because I don't know. Like, I honestly, y'all, I'm not even trying to be funny. And I know we talk about relationships a lot and me being single a lot on this podcast, but I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. And I like, I really be trying to sit with myself like, okay, Toya, like, what are some things that you really desire? And what are some things that you cannot like compromise on? What, what in your past relationships, what are just certain things that just like took you over the edge that you know, like, like name them, like what? that took me over the edge or or got you to this point like I can't um I don't I don't like cleaning bathrooms but I don't like cleaning bathrooms after people like I already don't like cleaning bathrooms because I just think that's like the nastiest place ever Mm -hmm. but I don't like cleaning them after people and you know like if you don't keep it up you know it can it can get worse like so cleaning the bathroom thing that's always been like a like can you just clean the bath just clean just clean the bathroom just clean the shower just clean just can you just clean it or like just leaving (laughs) stuff around like that's just one of my things just like leaving stuff just like just around just why why you just can't pick this up (laughs) like that would be like I mean honestly like it that those are like the things that I can like think of that's like yeah now bathroom bathroom is like a top one that I can't compromise you get your own either either you get your own house or you get your own bathroom like 
not sharing yeah. at all. Out of the question. <laughs> so I feel you on yeah. that one. For yeah. sure. I just be, um, I'd be really be trying well, to think, but I don't know. This is the end of part one. Tune in next week for part two of Can You Date with Social Norms and Still Be Yourself? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Real Talk with Toya, Lex, and Chris. We'll talk to you soon.